Run Up the Score is back with their week two preview. Do the Buccaneers keep their run going with Ryan Fitzpatrick? Do the Bills keep their run going of just being terrible? Can tall Josh Allen save that team? Can the Chargers get off the shine against the Bills? Can the Saints rebound from their awful defensive showing? Let's figure it out and run up the score. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome around the score. It's Donald here with Scott. Hello. And Tom. Hey, everybody. This is it. This is our first two-episode week of the season. How'd you guys come out of week one? I had four wins, two losses. Not bad. Four wins, two losses. Both of the losses came in the IDP leagues that I'm in, which I will gladly admit I am still trying to figure out how to be a good IDP fantasy football player. <laughs> um, I thought I had a great strategy going into this year. Uh, just just ran into some hot hands defensively. Yeah. Um, I lost on the Marcus Peters pick six brutal. in one of my leagues, Absolutely which was brutal. which was brutal. But at the same time, like how that's like what IDP leagues are all about. That's is the defensive football, players swinging right? the game, right? And so, and injuries too. I lost I lost yeah. one of my leagues by a point and started Doug Baldwin. Of course. Yeah. So you know it's just five that's the wins, three losses. At a boy, Ooh. Tom. And I just Ooh. counted it out now. One of them at the hands <laughs> of me, so that shouldn't even really count as a loss because like we're all so good that when we play each other, and you're such good friends count. that really it's yeah. it's just a win for all of you. We win because we're friends. Yeah. Well, I actually thought I was going to beat you. It was a funny thing. I showed. <laughs> I knew you were going to beat. I had you. a way early lead. I had. A, Jai right. and Coleman in yep. and, uh, and, a, and a, a wide receiver heavy dynasty. So like yeah. most of my muscle was left and I yeah. came in talking trash to Don. Yeah, but Don had uh had a guy. I had a little I had a little guy named Alvin. Yeah, you don't you don't come yeah. out of the owner of Alvin Camaro. No. Uh, speaking <laughs> of which Scott, you and I are playing each other this week in our college league. Which is always gonna, which is going to be a good matchup because no both are, home league, not college. Oh, get oh, your leagues we, together, Don. Right, which is <laughs> interesting because it's it's one versus two. Well, yeah, we well, had the two early. highest points pretty early, oh, but, but we had the two highest point that's totals. Totally done. Battle dude. of the gladiators. Here. I, I am number one. <laughs> no, I'm number one. Yeah. Uh, well, I was trying. To I am number Scott two. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank even you, weirder thing it. to brag about. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. battle at the top, Tom. All right, he's Tom's just pissed because he's in fifth. Well, we're all at the top in. In the two QB. That's oh, right. Yes. This, That's the, right. The Moneyball League went very well. Alvin Kamara. Uh, we even like like our we screwed we could have been better. <laughs> yeah, we, we benched <laughs> Mike Evans for T. Y. Hill and, and James Conner, and we had James Conner, who we're now thinking of starting and over David be- Johnson this week. <laughs> we benched over Keenan Allen as well. So like, right. just yeah. let the record show that. I it made like, sense. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like there's no way we're benching Keenan Allen this year. I was talking to Scott before we started going, and I was thinking I have a team with Melvin Gordon and Keenan Allen. I was thinking about like after this Bills week, they're both going to be high commodities. I can yep. maybe move one, yeah. but then I'm like, dude, why? Keenan Allen could be the number one wide receiver really in could. fantasy. Yeah. No Especially doubt. after this week. And it's full point PPR, so he's not yeah. going anywhere. He's going to stay with yeah. the squad. We have a ton to get to, uh, so let's get into it. Uh, Tom, I'll let you decide. Shutdowns or plums first? I like to shut it down first so that we end on a happy note. All right, well then let's go with our shut it downs. Shut it down! Oh, the week. Johnny Taffer helping us get into that negative mindset right before Thursday <laughs> he night He really, football. really does a great job of berating people. Like yeah. one of the best at just making you feel bad. Yep. Curses so we're going to drag you down, boost you up. Oh, yeah. Swear words just roll right off the top. Oh, yeah, like it's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, want me to lead off? Yeah, sure. I think that's a symptom of the restaurant biz. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, I mean, Gordon Ramsay. There's not much of Robert a, uh, Irvine from verbal restaurant etiquette impossible. over there. Bourdain. Yeah. RIP. I'm going with Matt Stafford this week, guys. Um, I get that it was week one with a new coach, and you might be thinking, you know, okay, it could have just been a tough go at it, but come on now. Could have just been that the Jets knew their signals. Yeah. Well, well first of all, how are you going to let the Jets get that type of insight on you? The Jets don't even know their own signals, but they know yours, right? So they get completely eviscerated by the Jets on all three stages. And obviously, it was one of the greatest NFL football games as a Jets fan that I have ever seen in my entire life. I have, I've been a Jets fan since I was 10 years old. 
and they have never scored 48 points. There ever. is absolutely no way you thought that after watching Sam Darnold's first pass. No. He set the bar nice and low, just like we're doing with Taffer. We're absolutely. starting off with the shut it downs. Darnold started off with the pick six and only got better from there. But anyway, I... It's New York. Drama. Regardless of the matchup, it, it, it's honestly a plus matchup for Stafford this week against the 49ers, I think. But I'm not trusting someone who just threw four INTs against who we thought was going to be one of the worst teams in the entire league. There are so many streamable options this week. It is insane. You can cut Stafford if you want, but I'd say just bench him. And we have, we're in the presence of somebody who did cut Stafford. Well, Andrew Luck was available, so that's an extenuating circumstance. Fair enough. I yeah, plead sure. the... I played the sixth QB. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go. I'll go with. Uh, I'm going with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, with the performance that he had last week, you might be trying to get cute and start him maybe over you know a guy who underperformed last week, like uh, like maybe like your Jared Goff. No hashtag. Ryan, no hashtag. Ride the beard. I'm not <laughs> fear the beard. No. No ride the beard. Um, no, it's too bristly for me, and I, I'm jealous because I can't grow a beard. Um, but like I just. Like, if you really want to roll Fitzpatrick out there, I'm not going to stop you, but I'm just saying, like, you can't. he's not worth starting over that top tier of quarterback right now. It's Agreed. just not it's, it's not something that you can bank on. No way. No, that, yeah. was a, so, that was a flash in the back. And it's yeah. not a great matchup. I mean, that's an easy one to pick, and I think mine is more along the lines of Scott's in that this is a QB-rich week. Yes. Like, it was hard to find someone to shut down. Right. So what I want to say is with Aaron Rodgers this week, he's playing – at home versus Minnesota, you know, last time he played them, he was 28 for 38, 347 yards, four touchdowns at zero picks with a QBR rating of 136.6. Not bad. But. Nice job saying all that in one breath. Yeah. But <laughs> here's the thing. If you picked him, you picked him relatively early, right? Incredibly but early. If, too early. If you, so that's my concern, right? So if you're kind of skinny or you're kind of like, yeah, exactly. You're kind of skinny at the position. You don't know where else to turn to. Not at the position, in your lineup. Right. Let me refocus here. Dial it back, Tom. You do. You cannot afford him to go out there and get hurt and leave in the first half. Right. Right. And with a week where there's so many great options, obviously never, ever, ever drop Rodgers. Never. But go pick up Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, he's available. Yep. Spoiler alert, that's my plump pick. <laughs> like, there's so many good quarterback options right. this week. Just go with a sure thing to get you 15 to 20 points. And don't get burned because Rodgers only got you two. And especially in dailies, like Rodgers is still going to be the highest priced quarterback, oh, yeah. whether he's injured or not. So why would you spend money on him? By the way, the last time he played the Vikings, he also got hurt against them. Well, yeah. So okay. last time he started and finished, he torched the Vikings. Yeah, that. But the last time he started against the Vikings, he didn't finish the game. Yeah, to be and clear, he's going and hurt. My stat was from 2016. Yes, that's from 2017. Yep, right. Just, just a, a very tough situation. I agree. Rogers probably not going to be a starting option for me in my. You know, and this yeah, is and I checked like, against this too. Sorry, Scott. It's okay. I checked against this too because you know Packers, uh, Vikings. That should be like a prime time game, right? Yeah. One o'clock. Of course. Weird. So you don't even have that wiggle room to try to be extra like, time. Oh yeah, maybe if I'm down, I'll play Rogers. Let those sh let those shots to numb them out. Yeah. Uh, kind of kick in a little bit stronger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a central time game, too. They're going to be really starting at noon. Yeah, yeah, true. All right, uh, let's go to running back. Uh, Tom, we'll stay with you. Okay. Um, I was sort of ready. Are we still shutting down? Yes. Yeah, we're still shutting down. We only got through one position. Tom, and we normally do four. <laughs> we do, do usually do all four. Uh, <laughs> hold on. Do you want me to go? Yeah. <laughs> I'm shutting down LaShawn McCoy because you always like just firing spring it, out. it on you. I should yeah. be ready, but you know, I keep my notes and my you know a lot and of And you're looking so. up stats. The and weather's all been yeah. terrible. Everybody's kind of in a This isn't a proper acoustic environment. I've had a sore throat for two weeks. <laughs> That's why I print stuff out. Don's Don comes at you, you know, right yeah. away. He's like Tom. I'm can't. ready now. All right, go ahead, Tom. <laughs> it took you long enough. Okay, it's gonna be Derrick Henry versus Houston. Yep. Um so, Deion Lewis actually had 71% of the snaps. Whoa. Scott, do you want to say it or should I? You can. Revenge game. Oh, <laughs> baby. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, obviously, Houston's front seven is really good. You've got some big fellas there, one by the name of J.J. Watt. Yes. And that's going to lend County? its... That's going to lend itself a little bit more to Deion Lewis's skill set. You know, pass mm -hmm. it out and avoid those guys. So, uh, especially with that low snap share... And the just not really good meeting of the the skill sets for yes. him. I'm gonna have to go away from him this week. I'm not sure you're excited to play him, but I just do want to reiterate. You know, there's good games coming. 
but this is yeah. not one. Agreed. I, I agree with you. It's not. I one. agree. I like. Uh, I, I think you know. Until further notice, I think we have to treat Derrick Henry as the second option as a bench at running back. Yeah. Which He's a bench we player, were, which sucks. You know, we were refusing to accept that until they're in a blowout. Him. Right. I just which is going to be few and far between. Interest. Good point to note, though, is that Mariota is going to play. In that game, he's announced that he's going to be fine. And he's Barring be a, setback, Barring a setback. But obviously yeah. that means... He plays hurt yeah. a lot, man. Yeah. The guy's a gladiator. Yeah, uh, Scott, we, we ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I Always stay ready. ready Just here. me not ready. Yeah. I'm shutting down Jamal Williams. Um, he was the no-doubt lead, lead back for Green Bay. Had 15 carries and two targets against the Bears. And actually lost a lot of potential work due to the huge deficit that was yep. faced. You may think he's in a prime spot to bounce back and still will have a heavy workload with Aaron Jones still suspended, but I think he still struggles against the Vikings. Um, their defense is really just no joke. They've yep. allowed 84 yard, They allowed 84 yards on 23 carries against the 49ers and allowed two catches to the position, but one of them was a 56-yard pass to Kyle Juszczyk, which is not something that we're going to start <laughs> hanging our hat on. No, right, guys? Yeah. Not at all. So all of this adding up, I just really don't see Jamal Williams having a big game. I think he'll get a lot of work, but I don't think it will amount to much. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was I was thinking about Jamal Williams too because like that Vikings defense proved it's good enough, and Jamal Williams proved last week against the Bears that he's not quite there yet as that lead dog back. It's so really, he's not a guy you can start confidently yet, well, but here's, he'll, he'll get there. Here's also the thing with Aaron Rodgers going to be limping around more than likely. He's going to be taking shots out of the uh, going to be taking snaps right. out of the shotgun. He might be taking some shots yep. so to numb that pain. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, but he's going to be taking snaps out of the shotgun, and he's not going to be able to do like these you know play action stuff to set up stuff with the run and this. Williams that, the other might thing. be forced to stay in and protect more. Yeah, I actually think that lends itself to being a Ty Montgomery showing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I'm going to go with LaShawn McCoy. Um, Chargers did a great job corralling Kareem Hunt last week, and LaShawn McCoy didn't get the ball a lot because of a no. blowout. The Chargers blew out the Bills last year, and the Bills were a better team last year <laughs> than that they got, are this year. That Ravens-Bills game got ugly so fast. You know what else did? The 52-17 beatdown that the Chargers put on the, on the Bills last year. Yeah. And now they've got tall Josh Allen starting. And so there's really no refuge that he's going to be able to find. Chargers defense needs to have a bounce back game. Yes. I'm really big into the Chargers, and I think you're going to see that <laughs> in a few minutes yeah. uh, on this show. Yeah, if people dropped the Chargers defense because of their poor showing last now. week. And they put up negatives, so you, there's yeah. a good chance that somebody did. And I've seen it, and I added them as well. you got to go add them. Yes, yeah. for sure. Yep. I, put, I, I was okay with whatever happened against the Chiefs because I knew that the Chargers were playing the Bills week two. Yeah, they're my number one defense. Might be the week. biggest turnaround in fantasy point defense history. Well, Coming up yeah, from negative to three to like maybe yeah. a 20 spot. What was it, yeah. three pick sixes they had in that game? Um, Something like that. You it can't expect crazy. anyone yeah. to know that off the top of their <laughs> head. <down. laughs> All right. Uh, wide receivers, I'll stay with mine because I just want to get it out of my system. I'm shutting down Amari Cooper until further notice. I can't oh. trust the guy. What was it? Two catches for eight yards and one. he had a six-yard carry. Yeah, one nine-yard catch and a nine-yard carry. It's awful. You can't trust him. Jared Cook clearly looks like he's going to be the featured option in the pass game. It just can't happen right and now. And what's crazy is, and I agree with you 100%, um, they even talked to Gruden after the game, and even Gruden was like, yeah, you know, we got to do something to try and get him going. Like he sounded like dejected speaking about Amari Cooper already. Yeah. Well, what a back or what a defensive backfield to have to go up against, but he gets another tough one this yeah, week. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. So, it's going to be the same game plan as the next three opponents. Yeah. We've said this before. I'll get yeah. to that stuff in yeah. a moment. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll get there. It's so weird cuz I feel like with there were two games, uh, one of them was the um was the Cowboys. No, not the Cowboys. Um the Raiders looked so good in the first quarter, and then everything just fell off of the like. Once the they showed because the once they showed that picture of Marshawn Lynch in high school, yeah, that was everything it. changed. And they turned everyone. into Marshawn Lynch in high school. <laughs> yeah. So what happened? I think is that the Rams needed to get their sea legs about them. Not one of their players played a meaningful preseason snap. Good. So they kind of needed to get it together in that first quarter. They took a little time. And then in quarters two and three, they played so yeah. well that Goff like, didn't even need to throw the ball in the fourth. Which helped us out in the big in the money ball league. No kidding. Of a lot. So thank you, Jared Goff. Um, yeah. Uh, let's uh, wide receiver, Scotty. Go ahead. Sure, I'll go again. Um, I'm, I'm keeping a theme here of guys who got volume that um, maybe not be 
maybe might not be too reliable, like Jamal Williams. Now I'm yep. going with Corey Davis, who saw 13 targets last awesome, week. Though. Awesome, though. Awesome numbers, encouraging um, numbers, just like Jamal Williams. Right, and and many people will argue with me. You know, he got all the targets, and you love that volume. Delaney Walker's out, you know, all these things adding up. But while, quality is, while quantity is great, quality is much better, and the combination of the two is what you want. Yeah. So he's going to get quantity with Mariota, who's already hurt, playing against a great Texans defense or Blaine Gabbert. So yes, he might see he might see 15 targets, but right. he's probably not going to do anything with them. Right. Absolutely. Um, it's just tough. It's just a tough 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 to trust was that pass game right now. If I was in a bind, I would start him, but I don't think you drafted him in a place where you have to. Yeah. Either. So yeah, he's not, a flex yeah. guy, so I think that There's encouraging signs for sure. Yeah. Like Rashard Matthews didn't catch a ball. So yeah. it's pretty obvious that they're going to go to him. Yeah. But on the flip side of that, that makes it obvious to the Texans for who to stop in the passing right. game. Stop and Corey Davis, and they can't move the ball. Yeah, and we talked about Rashard Matthews, and we talked about you know how much they believe in Taewon Taylor, but they both got outsnapped by Tajay Sharp, who's like a cockroach of that offense. Yeah. He just won't go away. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like I said, like I'm not very confident in anything in that pass attack. Uh, with the Titans right now. Tom, you're shut down wide receiver. Please. My shut down wide receiver. <laughs> Was that a burp? No, I just said please. Oh, did my just brain just shut off? Maybe. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going with Chris Hogan versus Jacksonville. This is a lob. I yeah. mean, yeah. Uh, you don't want to really. After his performance you don't want to play a wide receiver one uh, outside guy versus Jacksonville. They're going to get Jalen Ramsey after or week Boye, one. Either yeah. way. After week one, uh, Chris Hogan's not an encouraging character. I do think there's so much more left for him. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking to trade target this guy yeah. more than I am to trade him away. Uh, but even in that same sentence, I'm starting uh, Cole Beasley over him over him in a full-point PPR league. Wow. I'm uh, going Kenny Stills in a, in, a, in a league over him as well. He so went seven for 75 last week, Cole Beasley. Right. Uh, I like he, it. Hogan cannot say the same. No. no. So it's a no, bad matchup. It just yep. truly is. And uh, hopefully there's some better yeah. ones to, on the horizon. To add on to uh, what you're saying about Hogan, um, in the AFC Championship game that they played against the Jags last year, four targets, two catches, 20 yards. Ouch. Yeah. yeah. So, and Amendola killed them. So it looks yeah. like it could be another Philip Dorsett game. Yep. Right. So for those of you who are I've listening got him in to a, us and picked him up. I've got him in one Fenduel. There yep. you go. Perfect. Um, tight ends, I'm going Kyle Rudolph. Um, it's a good one. He only had one catch against the 49ers last week. Two targets. Was you it know t- who else had one catch last week? Trey Burton, the tight end who played the Packers. Who was Kyle Rudolph playing this week? The Packers. Right. So, simple math, I'm shutting him down. Yeah, and, and the Packers were really too. good against the Packers were really good against the tight end all last year as well, so except for tight ends who are coming off an injury, which Cameron Bray. Kyle Rudolph was very healthy. And Cameron Bray. Cameron Bray was the only one who really, really lit them up. Yeah, so, yeah. And they, they still finished as a great team against the tight end. So yeah. for whatever reason, it's fearful to play them. Yep. Scotty? I'm going with David Njoku. Um, I think yep. everyone would be saying to load out all your Browns players. They play the Saints this week. You know, just start everyone. But obviously the Saints got completely ripped open last week through the receiver. They only allowed two receptions to the tight end. Who The Bucks, the Bucks play Bray and O.J. Howard a lot yeah and only allowed two catches both of those to oj howard Brait had none so i just kind of feel like he's coming off a week where he missed part of the game yep and it's pretty obvious that the saints it seems like the saints can be beat through receivers and if you look at the browns receivers they got josh gordon they got jarvis landry they got antonio callaway they have guys who can beat these corners and i think it's just another week where the attention is not really on Njoku. i hate admitting this but i had a friend text me he was in a lineup conundrum because he just lost greg olsen and I told him to drop David and Joku to pick up Jared Cook today. Yeah, Definitely. better matchups. Move. Better, better matchups down the road. He was going to do it for a running back instead, and I was no like, way. "You can drop in Joku for him." Yes, um, he's lucky that uh, he wasn't claimed. That well, league is asleep at the wheel. No, yeah. he ended. Up, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he was claimed. No, he was. He wasn't. Um, I'm in that league, so <laughs> I, I feel like that's a slight against me. But I had Trey Burton, <laughs> who I believe in. So, um, but yeah, I mean, like in Joku. You didn't quite get enough usage, certainly not enough catches from last week no way. to be super confident in him. So I agree. He's just not a guy I'm targeting this week. Yeah, my nerves are growing yeah, for him, for right? Sure. For Tom? sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to shut down the Steelers' tight end position. Jesse James had a really encouraging week last week. Sure did. But Vance McDonald seems to be ready to play this week. Um, going into this matchup versus Kansas City, it's actually a really 
um, negative matchup versus Kansas City because Kansas City has a great history of stopping tight the ends. tight end, mm-hmm. and now you're in one of those coin flips. And this one I wouldn't even consider a weighted coin flip. No. This is a true coin flip, and I don't know which one would score if they were to score, and I don't think it's likely that either one does. Yeah, absolutely. Agreed. You know, this is what we've been bringing up about the tight end position all year. Yep. Is that any – Anytime there's two guys, just move on. Just yeah. move on. There's other teams with Not one standalone option. If you see two guys, especially two guys like Vance McDonald and Jesse James, who both really, you know, they're not. There's nothing special coming out of either one. Just no. move on. They're they're placeholder positions for the Steelers. Yes, they know that they need to feature Antonio Brown, Juju, and of course James Conner. Yeah, going forward, you see Antonio Gates, who did nothing last week. So. Well. Easy on the Gates hate because I mean, he knows. Don't play. worry. But I mean, still, even though he, he knows the playbook, it's yeah. not like he was unfamiliar. It's just yeah. a bad matchup. Yep. All right. Moving on now. Time to keep it on the positive side. We're going to our plum picks. I can feel it down in my plums. And uh, I'm going to get started because my plum pick is basically the Chargers. Um, <laughs> my plum pick quarterback is Rivers. My plum pick tight end is Antonio Gates. And my plum pick running back is Austin Eckler. Now, last week against. The, against the Ravens, everybody got everybody something to ate. eat. Everybody so if ate. that's the case, then that just tells me that Austin Eckler is going to have a great game. Melvin Gordon and Keenan Allen, you're starting those guys every week no oh, matter yeah. what. I don't need to tell you that. I mean, but I honestly might think about spending up for them in dailies if I feel like it. For sure. Um, but Phil is my quarterback this week. I'm starting yes. him over Patrick Mahomes, despite what Patrick Mahomes did to the Chargers last week. Chargers going into Buffalo, which is going to feel like I mean, a home Phil game. Had a day himself. Right, exactly. And Buffalo is going to feel like a home game for Los Angeles because every time they have a home game, the other team fills it with their fans. <laughs> so it's almost a good thing that they're playing on the road against the Bills team that they blew out. So I'm just all in on the Chargers. If you have one and you're thinking about it, I would start the Charger. Yeah. I think Eckler at $5,600 is a great DFS play Agreed. right now. And so he's going to be in my lineup with Phil, potentially with Gates, potentially with Keenan Allen, and definitely that Chargers defense. If it's a blowout too, you know, you can see Eckler getting a ton of mop-up carries maybe in like the fourth quarter and stuff like that and you know if you can get that in in daily it's huge i was Absolutely. thinking the same thing melvin gordon not the healthiest character throughout his nfl career. this is a game to slow him down yeah i mean hopefully he score he scores early and or often and then by the end of the game they kind of take him out hopefully you get what you need out of yeah. him fantasy wise and i'm sure you will because it's just such a great matchup given uh, yeah. what the bills defense did or i guess didn't do against the Ravens. I like, last week. no I like, yeah i like the odds i like the gates one too because you know, last week was obviously going to be tough for him. I think a lot of people would just assume that he would just come in and just play right away, which there's still an adjustment time you have yeah. to go through being a professional athlete, being on a new team, going through, you know, the reps and stuff like that actually matters. We say it all the time. I think he needed to go through that in week one. So now in week two, he'll get more of a snap share and he'll be ready to go. All right. Uh, I will see you guys when we start talking about wide receivers. Scott, who is your plum pick quarterback? I am going with – are we skipping Tom, by the way, because he already said his as Big Ben? Well, Tom can give his no, – you, you got some got, more info I've got the case. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, good, yeah, good. We got well, a lot of mixed Well, case. I got the case, too. <laughs> Uh-oh. Case Keenum. Case race, baby. Let's go. <laughs> we're back. We're back on the board. We're riding the Bronco. We're riding the Bronco. Um, you know, this is a guy that a lot of people were worried about coming into the season, thinking that his gunslinger mentality would catch up to him after just glory last year. Well, think again. He did throw INTs last year. This is a gunslinger side effect. But he peppered Manny Sanders, threw a touchdown to Demarius Thomas, and completed seven passes or completed passes to seven different receivers in the win, showing his ability to spread the wealth. Speaking of spread the wealth, Goff just spent three quarters. I'll give Goff three quarters because he didn't really have to play the fourth quarter. (laughs) He just spent three quarters spreading it out to all his friends. Gurley got involved. Cooks got involved. Cup got involved. Woods got involved. So I think that you can just plug the same scenario in. It's it's an offense that still features multiple players and has a quarterback willing to spread it out. Plug Keenum in, and he will have close to the same success as Goff for three quarters and likely get the fourth quarter. And the Raiders are playing on a short week going two mile high where the Broncos are playing their second of two home games in a row. Mm -hmm. So I think this is a great matchup for Case Keenum. It's certainly a defense he can exploit because if Goff can do it, Keenum can definitely do it. And it looks like, you know, they're very confident in him because he threw three quick picks and then threw his – his uh, two of his three touchdowns. So right. he's in a great spot right now, and he's going to have a he's playing against a defense that he's going to be able to strike. Yeah, throughout yeah, the game. Agreed. This is a perfect example. So uh, in one of my leagues, the one that I am sitting, Rogers, 
I'm playing Case Keenum right. and it's because I'm now missing Doug Baldwin. So like because I've been thin, I can't like take the risk on Rodgers playing the whole game. Right. I want to take the points where I can get them and I think I can still get a 20 spot with Case Keenum. Easily. Me too. He got a, he got basically a 20 spot last week with three interceptions. Yep. yep. Which is difficult to do. Very Just good. ask Philip Rivers. <laughs> yeah, well, a guy who knows a little bit about three interceptions in big fantasy. <laughs> it's a guy who weeks. threw four last week. <laughs> is uh, Big Ben. But I expect him to have a really good week this week. I'm going to bring you another 2016 quarterback stat line. Oh, yeah, of course. So last time he played them at home, Big Ben was 22 for 27, 300 yards, Five touchdowns, five. zero picks, five. QB rating 152.5 for those keeping track at home. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was a massacre, and it was in prime time this week's game, prime time. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sunday night game, Big Ben's going to light it up. It's not a they Sunday play night game. One. They play at one. <laughs> prime time. doesn't matter. They moved it up because it was so important. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was so excited. They had to move it up. I'll tell uh, you what, though. It's almost a guarantee that this is the Jim Nance-Tony Romo game this week. Well, either way, guys, it's prime time in my heart. Uh, and it's going to be... <laughs> one o'clock is prime time for us. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a beating. Uh, yeah. I would definitely play him anywhere I could. And I'm actually sitting Andrew Luck for him in that league that we were just talking about before. Right. And I'm paying up for Antonio Brown everywhere I can. I think that's a that's a game winner, week winner in stack. That, in that five touchdown game, it was Antonio Brown who was really carving them up uh, for the Chiefs. Go so figure. What else yeah. is new? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, not that that's you know anything new, but uh, uh, running back, we'll go to you, Scott. Sure. Um, I have already said Austin Eckler, so. I'm going with Chris Thompson, and my God, does this guy make the most of his touches. I love it. There, I don't know if there's a more efficient running back in the entire league. He turned seven targets, 11 total touches, five carries, six catches, into 128 yards and a touchdown, which is just absurd. Right? Same stuff he was doing last year. Hill on the dial. <laughs> the Colts have literally no one who could even attempt to try and cover this guy. No. So I this think is- he is just going to pound through the air. Alex Smith has already seen that this guy is like his no doubt best receiving option, especially in the short to intermediate range, which is where he loves to throw the ball. This is a match made in heaven. The matchup is incredible against Indy, who just hemorrhages fantasy points to all positions. Alex Smith didn't throw uh, a red zone pass to a wide receiver. In the first game? In the first game. Yeah, it's going to be all Thompson. Yeah, it's going to be all Thompson and Reed, obviously. And... I'll tell you what, man. I think Thompson. I think Thompson's going to be a top ten back this week. I think he's going to go. Oh off. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Indy's the one you want to exploit, and we'll be doing that all year until oh, yeah. it turns otherwise. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Tom, we'll go to you then. Yeah, so I'm gonna, st- I'm gonna start, and I'm gonna plumb pick James White versus Jacksonville. I know yes. that's a tough matchup and all that, but we've but- got Rex Burkhead with a hurt head. He's got a concussion. <laughs> he's in concussion protocol. Rex Jeremy Burkhead. Hill. Rex <laughs> Jeremy Hill is done for the year. You're looking at just James White of running backs that played snaps in week one. Right. Yeah, maybe they get Sony Michelle healthy enough to get out there, but healthy enough to get out there is not healthy enough to take a majority share right. of the backfield. Especially Last, not away from James White. Against yeah. the Jags. Too. Last week, he gets it done for you with about a 40% snap share. Right. share. This week, it's going to be like 70, 80. Yeah. He's going to be cheap. This concussion news came out late, so... FanDuel's DraftKings, he's practice. your guy once again. Right. And the thing is with Burkhead, too, is it could have, you know, it, the symptoms could have not flared up until now, right? Yeah. Or today. So that means he gets in the protocol where he needs to get clearance. You know, it's a, the concussion it's thing a is many very step. timing based, yeah. too. So, you know, if, if there's a, a lag in one of the steps, it le- legitimately could lead to him not suiting up. And yep. if he doesn't suit up, James White is going to see so many touches. That he will, it will be too hard to avoid. Yep. And those DFS prices, they come out on Monday and they lock. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the AFC Championship game last year, Patriots, Jags, Deion Lewis, seven catches for 32 yards. I think we can see a target share like that oh, for yeah. James White this week. Nice pick, Tom. Uh, let's go wide receivers, Scotty. Okay, good. I, I can't wait to talk speaking about Speaking of DFS prices locking. Yeah, speaking of. I got you know I had to go with a jet because 5, they had 000. such a good week. I had to plump someone. He's $5,000 on FanDuel. Quincy Inunua is the name. And $5,000 is insanely cheap. It's only $500 above the minimum for a player. Quincy Inunua in an offense lacking a true over-the-middle chain mover stepped up. And a tight end. Exactly. He's He's a pseudo tight end. He's playing like this this insane 
position that the Jets almost made up for. It's him. like a wingback tight end. It, yeah. And what what was the result? He sees 10 of Darnold's 21 pass attempts at the beginning. Gar- Darnold is a guns- gunslinger. There was a ton of picks. So to to mitigate that, you use a guy who's good in the short range, and that's Quincy Inunua. He turns those 10 targets into six catches, 63 yards, and a tud. But <laughs> And the best part about him is how much he moves around, right? So he's going to avoid Xavier Howard, who is a stud for Miami. That will probably be Robbie Anderson, unfortunately. Inunua will move or all prior. over, ignore that, still gets a target share, is in a great matchup at home. I, I love Inunua this week. I like him a lot, too. Absolutely. Yeah, I've got nothing wrong with him, and I totally agree. 50% target share week one. Sign me up, He's Donnie. the fantasy receiver you want now on the Jets. Bryce Petty's days are over where he used to target Robbie Anderson. And oh. as sad as that is to us, because that's what made him our boy. We'll move on. He's a deep target guy. He's just going to be more along the lines of a standard play than this PPR future that we right. live in. So your halves, your fulls, you're going Quincy and Nunwa every day and tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, Tommy, you want to give your wide receiver, or you want me to pull up mine? Go ahead. All right. I am going with Kenny Stills. I just saw a report today, and Adam Gase and Ryan Tannehill. Scott was talking about it. We like what we're seeing from Tenny Stills. Well, if they're still having fun, then he's Stills the one. Adam Gase. Which is a song I heard on the radio. Adam Gase (laughs) said in that quote, like, you know, obviously you saw him go four for 100. Like, as the season moves on, you might see those catch numbers go up toward seven. Eight. So they're trying to double his production from the first week. Okay. <laughs> and he plays the Jets this week. Sign me up. Perfect. Yeah. Who just gave it up to Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones got and plenty. Golden and Golden Tate, Tate had the best week out of all of them. And I, they missed on a couple deep shots, which Kenny, Kenny Stills. Really Kenny, I'm, I'm actually starting Kenny Stills over Marvin Jones in one of my leagues. Yeah, I, I believe it. I would start. I would actually think about starting Kenny Galladay over him which is yeah. a, a pseudo which is not what we're talking about here but, but he's working his week. way in but yeah, yeah I, sure. I liked i liked what i saw from him a lot last night yeah yep tom your wide receiver cooper cup yes hill i'm willing to die on scored the other night you had a great tweet about him yeah um, and that's the what other night. that's what i'm gonna talk about i mean he if you have doug baldwin which i'm blessed to have doug baldwin and cooper cup in a few leagues right. um until doug baldwin's by which i know they're saying you know one to two weeks i mean at worst case, is going to go to that buy. Yeah. And in that entire stretch of time, Cooper has these quote-unquote bad matchups. Cooper Cup being right. not Mark Cooper. But they're not bad They're not bad because he's a slot receiver. So this week, they get the Arizona Cardinals. Patrick Peterson's going to be on your Brandon Cooks, your Bob Woods. Tyron and Matthews Cooper, on Houston. <laughs> <laughs> they could have used him in this one. Yeah, no Cooper Cup's going to light him up over the middle of the field. You see Goff looking at him. He had three red zone targets the other night, capitalized mm-hmm. on one. Yep. Goff was a little behind on him on a few routes, just to go to your point. you know They were still getting back to that swing still of things. Still working it out, yep. And, man, once they click, Cooper Cup is one of his favorite targets, obviously in the red zone and otherwise, led the team in oh, targets yeah. in general. Yeah. So this is where you're going to start to work him into your lineup people right. that and was just a beautiful look at the, split yeah and just look at the way that um that washington played arizona or sorry arizona played washington right where did the catches come from the running backs and jordan reed right the guys who run their routes in the middle of the field yeah well guess who runs their routes in the middle of the field cooper cup yeah, yeah they're it's not, not gonna, rocket science they're not going to start peppering higby no. no, it's going to cup yes. and it's going to go to cup a lot over and the-, the dude scored by the way, back to back, back to back years. Cooper cup scores week one. I think it's pretty awesome. If you're, you know, if you're a Rams fan and really, if you have anyone on that team, Woods sees nine targets, Cup sees nine, and Cook sees eight. They They're, don't leave the field. And the, and those three just literally don't leave the field. They play three wide, and they play ev- almost every single snap. It is amazing. If you have any one of these three guys, I would be pumped. They didn't leave the field, basically. It was yeah. amazing. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. All right, uh, tight ends I gave mine is Gates. Scott, who is yours? Mine is an old standby of ours for two reasons. Number one, the, the player is Ben Watson. Yep. And number two, the opponent is the Cleveland Browns. Old standby. Old standby. <laughs> all the way through, right? So he hauled in all four of his targets. Oh, an old fashioned. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. He hauled in all four of his targets week one and got 44 yards. You'd say, that's a pretty lame stat line, Scott. But guess what? <laughs> he was tight end 12. Oh my God. <laughs> with four for 44, he was tight end 12. Now he faces the Browns, who led up some big plays to Jeff- Jesse James. And hemorrhage tight end points to tight ends like crazy. The Saints' defense, I think, kind of plays into if they look terrible. We're talking about more play, more of a high-scoring game, more of a shootout. 
Benjamin Watson played 51 snaps last week, even in a clear comeback type of mode, showing that even when they're in a pass-heavy type of setting, they have no problem using Ben Watson. Yeah, just putting a tight end on the field. Right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, they didn't go away from him and go yeah. with Hill. They didn't just say, we'll go four wide. They put him on the field, and he yeah, played exactly. 51 of maybe their, I think it was like 70 or 80 snaps. And that's a huge thing to bring up. It's a huge number. So even if they're getting blown out, even if they're an obvious throw, he's going to be out there. The matchup is there. The rapport is there. All that stuff is there so i like him this yeah week. i really Absolutely. like that gotta go for it all righty tom your tight end all right on our google doc i have it written jared cook we we have like who they're playing i wrote jared cook versus the world <laughs> <laughs> pretty much i mean that's his world he world beat week yeah, one he really did Nine so for 180 if you that guys was michael shit. thomas's numbers if you guys have been listening if you've been listening over the last few episodes right before the season i recommended you know jared cook's a guy that you can drop a kicker for yep. and stash him and then if uh, you have the win sewn up or the loss sewn up. Yeah. Don't go out and get a kicker. Just because keep Jared Cook. Because he's got a really good schedule Because week two, week three, week four, he plays the three worst teams against the tight end. From last year. From last year in a row. In a row. So if you were brave enough to just start him last week, obviously you're paid off in huge. cloud nine yeah. because he was an amazing, amazing, amazing tight end getting targeted all over the place like Don just read off his stat line. So he's got Denver this week. Next week he's got Miami. And the following week, he's got Cleveland. Oh, baby. You yeah. really can't go wrong. And the same thing goes to what we were talking about before. And I kind of stopped myself because I knew I'd get here later. Right. Is that the game plan from the Raiders is going to be the same thing. You're still dealing with Chris Harris Jr. Yeah. You're still dealing with a very, very talented defensive backfield. And front Roby. seven. Yeah. yeah. So quick throws to the tight end. like they Middle of the field. With Jared Cook the whole time. I couldn't agree more. Yep. I saw him available in a couple of my leagues, and I jumped. You know? Oh, and let's not forget that Disley put a number on a them number last week. On a, them. A, a tight end who was mostly known for his blocking prowess in college. And I think a tight end who was mostly not known. Correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> I think Nick Vanette actually caught a pass that brought them down to like almost, the, he almost scored himself yeah, he did. too. He yeah. did. So they almost had two separate tight ends score touchdowns. So it shows the, the weakness for this. Yeah, and I, there's no Clive Walford there anymore to bog yeah. him down. He's a jet, I think. And you know, it's just funny. I think like, he is too, actually. You know, obviously with the, with the strategies that we've drafted, you know, even in the draft day for Dummies Manual, I suggested picking Jared Cook in the yeah. 13th round for these you know for these types of reasons he was but, my tight end riser right yeah so we've been kind of in on him but what i was trying to say is what you know at this point of the year i am always ready to use my waiver claim on a tight end because i normally don't pick one that early yeah so i'm you know i'm paying if so if you drafted like us pay attention to these jared cooks and be ready to pick them immediately yeah. i spent pick 20, up will disley if you need him i spent know? 21 dollars in fab on him right so you know you draft you draft these receivers and running backs draft yeah. them Figure out figure out your tight end and quarterback throughout the year. Picking up guys like Jared Cook. Live guys the stream. Like Eric Ebron, who had a who had a big game. If like I can that, pay yeah. for three weeks of solid tight end performance, no potentially problem. top five, I'm paying every time. And if he has anywhere near that target share, he's gonna finish as a top five yep. tight end. Yep. Alrighty, let's get to the slate. Tonight's game, Ravens Bengals. I am not I'm not scared to play Joe Mixon with how he was Snoozer. used. Um this game could be a snoozer, but this game could also be a slugfest and Andy Dalton against a Ravens defense that had two picks last week and only let up three points. I'm keeping them. Yeah. Which is where I have the Ravens defense. Oh, you're saying play I'm, the Ravens I'm defense. Pumped. Yeah. I would I would cut Dalton if you had him. It's time to cut bait. You can get him later on. But yeah. uh no one's gonna no yeah, one's gonna think you're competing with yourself to keep Andy Dalton. And around. the and the only reason you can't be afraid of Joe Mixon is because Marvin Lewis literally is writing his volume in stone almost yeah. in his comments saying Oh, he probably could have got a couple more carries, but we liked where his targets were. So, like, he's telling you that Joe Mixon is going to get close to 30 touches yeah. in a week. Yeah, yeah. This it, could be the, if you this could that, be the start of the breakout for him. Yeah. And Jimmy Smith's still absent, so if you wanted, you could play John Ross. That was part of the right. why this is a decent matchup. Right. But, I mean, they obviously played well in his absence, but they played against the nothing team. Right. So this would be a more faith-driven shot on John Ross. The next matchups are more statistical than this one. Absolutely. Um, Chief Steelers, giddy up. Load them all out yeah. there. This is, this is Every game. single this is player like, except the Steelers tight ends. <laughs> if Red Zone didn't exist and I was forced to watch a game at 1 o'clock, this is it. No doubt yeah. this is it. This is has excitement. It has great players. It has great teams. Kareem Hunt should bounce back. This Over should be under 
Five and a half passing touchdowns in this over. game for both quarterbacks. Oh, you're always rooting for the over. over. That'd be Life's too short to bet the under. Absolutely. You know who else I'm huge on, too, and I'd pay for him again, even though they probably boost his price way up? Tyreek. Give me James Conner again. Oh, yeah. Give me James Conner again. Yeah. He has been... He he t- he took thirty six touches last week. I mean, yeah. no one in the mean, NFL got that. I mean, not even close. Like Melvin Gordon, nine catches, one hundred five. Eckler scored. Melvin Gordon run all over the field. Combine Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler, and that is James Conner's potential this week. No kidding, because he's got nobody else that he's seeding carries to. A fullback. No yeah, there yeah. wasn't That's another it. running back that took a carry. Exactly. I mean, um, you can call that a running back, yeah. but not so, a halfback. Like, by the way, TJ Watt, hot him. pickup in IDP leagues. Ooh. I got him and JJ on the same team. Oh, nice. I'm pumped. That's good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Got to change my name to turn down for Watt now, right? Yes. Okay. Played out. We did retire that. <laughs> Don't in the team name that. special. <laughs> <laughs> Dolphins, Jets. Kenny Stills. Watt, Watt in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> I got them both, so that makes sense. Jake Butt, Adam, too. Yep. All right, Just like um, for this game, for the, for the Dolphins and Jets game, the only guys I'm really looking at, obviously, I love Anunwa. I have Stills. I love Stills with the burning passion of a thousand suns. And uh, <laughs> I love is as pure as mountain spring. <laughs> <laughs> is this a Bilal Powell game? I don't think so. No? Because, um, like, I don't know if it will ever be because they're going to be in such an even split that it's just something that... Corral looked uh, great, too. Yeah, but it was all on one carry. Yeah. I mean, he had 68. He had 102 rushing yards and 70 of them on one carry. Okay. So. It deep in the who cares part of the game too. You so, should. It's tough. If they're not droppable guys, but they're more like bye week guys. So like right, right. now, it's not something that you wanted to uh, extend yourself for. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Eagles Bucks. Is this a game where you can start Nick Foles if you're desperate? Yes. Oh yeah. And I am. Yeah. And I go. am desperate. Oh yeah. <laughs> Nelson Aguilar. Nothing better than a desperate quarterback play. If Nelson Aguilar gets. Eight catches again. You got to think he's getting at least I think, double. I think yeah. thirty three yards. I think Nelson Aguilar, besides maybe Inunua, is the best value at receiver this week. I think he yeah. can easily finish inside the top ten. You're starting him at the position. I'm starting him against you in the only league that I have him, and I am sure I haven't made my FanDuel DraftKings yet. I am certain that he will probably be in both. It's going to be a much better week for Zach Ertz. I think yes, he has reservations for six. Ooh, Ooh I like that it. call. Yeah. I like it, that call. All righty, uh, Brown Saints. I mean, going back to the hold to on, the would Bucks, you play Eagles Godwin? Game? Yeah, going back to the Bucks, their receivers I'm are playing Godwin. You're playing him. I'm, I think I, there's a league where I, I think in the league where I lost Doug Baldwin, I'm starting Chris Godwin in his place. I'd be much more excited if if Deshaun Jackson doesn't play. But he one of the things that I wanted to say too is, um, you know, don't be scared of Mike Evans this week. The Eagles don't have a dominant shutdown corner. Julio got whatever he I was gonna wanted say, yeah. they against lost. them. Yeah. Whatever he wanted. They they really didn't play a lot of press coverage against him. I think it maybe was a strategy. So that it's probably something to pay attention to, but I would not be afraid of Mike Evans at all. This especially week. If, if Deshaun Jackson's going to miss his game and he's nursing a so- shoulder injury and a concussion. Yeah. So it's very murky for him right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to move Evans all around the field. They're going to make sure that he gets the ball because if they do that, the Bucs are going to have a great chance to be in and potentially win this game. Yeah. Now we can go to Brown Saints. Yeah, they lost, I was going to say they lost Patrick Robinson, who yeah. was their best corner. Right. Now plays for the New Orleans Saints. Right. Didn't do a damn thing. Whoops. Mm-hmm. Um, for the Saints, you know, uh, your Camaras, your your Breezes, your Thomases, they're in your lineup. But for the Browns, I think Terod Taylor is a very trustable option this week, especially with what the Saints defense just gave up to uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick in the dome. I Browns are coming to the dome. For me, I don't think you have to think of it that way. I think Tyra Torod Taylor is like just startable. Yeah, like pretty much yeah. always because what he does is so independent of the classic quarterback uh, pitfalls and things like that. There's always but a path. There's him. always a path for him. So there's there's you can always do worse than Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever rank him like in the bottom bottom half. Yeah, right. it's it's too tough. Mid level to, to top every single time for me. Yeah, it's tough to it's tough to put him down when he gets those types of, with the like the type of rushing yards that he had. Mm-hmm. He had eighty rushing yards last week, yeah. which is and awesome. a touchdown. Yeah, he's putting up running back numbers and throwing for some yards. That's <laughs> it's just four, incredible. That's fourteen points right there as a runner. Yeah. I wouldn't be scared of anybody in yeah. this game at all. Except Josh Joku. Yeah, except in Joku. Right, except in Joku. Good call. And <laughs> that would make me look stupid. <laughs> on my uh, non-apology tour, I think I would still start the Saints defense. You could do worse. I think they're probably in the realm of a top 10 de- defensive choices. For the Browns' backfield, I have a sneaking suspicion that this might end up being a Duke Johnson game. 
They, I just don't think the Saints has anybody on their defense that can hang with. And him. he and he was he disappeared against the the Steelers. Right, and they we can't had let no, that happen we again. We had no Duke Johnson, so it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if they made a concerted effort at, yeah. to get him involved. Uh, the Colts going to Washington this week. Um, I love Alex Smith this week. Andy Dalton had no issues with the Colts defense, so I can't imagine that that uh, Captain Checkdown will. Scott, you talked about your love for Chris Thompson. I'm not afraid for Andrew Luck this game. I know Sam Bradford didn't play well against the Washington defense, right. but I think that That's, we're on different levels of talent I got one here. Guy, More of a Sam Bradford problem. I got one guy I'm really interested in in this game, and it's a bit of a deep dive. Naeem Hines okay. saw Peppered. nine targets week one. Nobody talking about it. He is buried in your waiver. You know, he cleared waivers. He's probably a free agent that you can just go add right now. I wouldn't say add him right now, but think about the Colts realistically. How many games are they really going to win? I don't think they're going to win this one, so they're already going to be 0-2. So they're going to be in comeback mode like they were against the Bengals a lot, which means you're going to see a lot of Naeem Hines yeah. catching these little passes. And if you have a full PPR league, Naeem Hines caught seven passes last week. Right. He, he was probably a, a close to an RB2. And it's just value that, you know, if you're not paying attention to, the, you know, the gameplay for the Colts, you would miss him entirely. Yeah. I, I got 100% agree. All right. And so, if Jameson Crowder doesn't show up, I'm dropping him. Yep. I absolutely. Like I like uh, Chargers, Bills. Chargers. I mean, yeah, start every charger you got. I'm, more, I'm starting to really worry about LaShawn McCoy. His I'm not starting Kelvin almost, Benjamin. His usage almost suggests that they're like saving him so that he has value when they try to trade him at some point this season. Yeah. Um, I was actually going to put that in my column, Take Five Takes, which posted a new uh, post on Wednesdays. Right. Those are gonna, it's gonna be, that's going to probably be the, the day I post. Rutsff.com. You'll find Smack the button. Smack the, the mic stand. <laughs> You were playing with fire. Take five takes. You're playing with you're playing with fire with crossing your legs over the mic stand. So I was, <laughs> the I was inverted. I mic knew stand. that was coming. At <laughs> some I like point. to sit provocatively. Yeah, of course. Um, Vikings Packers. Kirk Cousins has quietly killed the Packers every time he's played them. Now he has even better weapons and even better defense behind him. I think this could be like a sneaky blowout for the Vikings. And it could be a game where Rodgers exits early, which I think even, yeah. even more bolsters Tom's argument that maybe you need to look for an option other than Aaron Rodgers this week. Yeah, I think this, there's nothing wrong with this matchup for Kirk Cousins. His receivers are too good for me to worry about Josh Jackson, who I love. Right. But he's got the, he's got the slot receiver of slot receivers in Adam Thielen. He's no joke. And your outside receiver of outside receivers. Yeah, have like, you seen the Geico commercials? His, it's his, awesome. His, it's stick to everything. Sticks to everything, yeah. so he's good to go. Guy can't even get his mail. I feel bad for him. <laughs> Imagine if his hands were like that when he tried to chuck his helmet at the end of the Saints game. I'll like, tell you what, though. I don't feel bad for Kirk Cousins at all having to deal with that. I think that with those receivers, really, he's almost matchup proof. Yeah. I didn't. Love him going into the year, and I still don't. I think that there's a, a ceiling to his production, really, just because their team is so good and their defense plays so well and their running game. You know, they're just a very well balanced yeah. team, which normally means, you know, like the Chargers will throw for 400 yards because their defense plays like shit and they and they screw up all the time on special teams. Yeah, but like the Vikings don't do stuff like that, so it kind of caps Kirk Cousins. Right. Yeah, you just opened up my mind again about like, okay, so now everyone thinks the New Orleans Saints are bad. That means Drew Brees is a top five quarterback every yeah. week. Yeah, there you go. Um, Every week. Yeah, if their if their defense is as a third of as bad as it was, yeah, then he's a top five quarterback. Every single week. Uh, Panthers Falcons, Falcons losing Deion Jones and Keanu Neal, who are the two main guys that they use to cover running backs out of the backfield. There you go, Donnie. Christian McCaffrey. I like that. Christian That's good job out of you, McCaffrey. <laughs> he was going to be my plum pick, but like everybody's going to start him anyway. I'm just saying if. If McCaffrey goes like eight for eighty-five and a tud out of the back catching, yeah, I would not surprise me at all. Yeah, I, don't, I think, I think they're going to have a nightmare trying to guard him. I think that that's a nice, uh, a nice game call. planning. You know, they might pivot their game plan to make sure McCaffrey's in those positions. Yeah, another guy I really am interested in this game, kind of along the same lines as Naeem Hines, a rookie who played really well last week. Ian Thomas steps into the Greg Olson yes. tight end role for the next couple weeks. It'll At be least. interesting to see At his least. usage. This this is a guy who was considered head and shoulders the best athlete at the position until Mike Gazicki had a you know a combine for the ages. Yeah. But this is like the most athletic guy at the position being used in an offense that uses it a lot. Yep. So you know along the same lines as Jared Cook, I'll be watching him closely yeah. as someone I might be willing to pick up this week. A big game for Atlanta. If they lose this, they go to zero and two. The Panthers are going to go to two and zero. Um, also, I think it's going to be an go. First time in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome 
uh, in Atlanta where the Chick Fil A is going to be open on that Sunday. They're opening yeah. the Chick Fil A during game time. So <laughs> yeah, that is awesome. We'll I like, see. How, we'll I guess they like money numbers. after all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Texans Titans. I think this is a great spot for a Deshaun Watson bounce back. The Titans secondary just got for torched sure. by Kenny Stills and Ryan Tannehill. I think we could see a big time monster. I'm here do something about it type of game for DeAndre Hopkins, especially if right. Will Fuller's out, which we've really heard nothing either way from him. If Will Fuller's down, um, Ellington in DFS, I think, is a good play. Very usable. One thing I would like to bring especially up is DraftKings. Yeah. One thing I'd like to bring up is that DeAndre Hopkins is next level good against the Tennessee Titans. He has had an amazing career against them. I, I don't have his stats. Didn't you bring this up last year? I brought year? this up last year. I had him as my plum pick wide receiver last year when they played him, even though he was the number one receiver at that time. Yeah. I said, no doubt, spend your money. Like, Make sure you get him in DFS. He's going to go off. He scored two touchdowns, and he's going to go off again. This Sick is a brag. team that he uh, absolutely dominates. Okay. I got to change my DFS. Because <laughs> I remember that. Uh, Cardinals, Rams, this game. It's going to be interesting if if Sam Bradford is able to emerge from this week uh, with healthy, st- still <laughs> healthy, or still the starter. Yeah, in Arizona because he did not look very good against Washington. The Rams defense looks like they're the real deal. It could be really tough sledding for him. Hopefully, yeah. he makes it. Um, I'm a little worried for David Johnson, although Marshawn Lynch did get at least some of David his. David Johnson bailout volume. Yes. Always done. Yes. He caught tons of catches. He only got so nine carries last week, but he still caught eight or six balls on nine targets, I believe. Or no, five balls on nine targets. So even though he only got nine carries, he still gets a ton of work. And and it was his first game about. in a year. Too so like they're they might still try to be easing him into it. Maybe we start to see the training wheels come off a little bit for David Johnson. I'm not scared of him, and also I'm not scared of Larry Fitzgerald. He works out of the slot. The Rams just got dominated in the slot, yeah. so I think we could have a big time Larry Fitzgerald game coming, uh, which we're so used to. This is normally but it's still awesome. You to normally see. see the Cardinals and you think not really a good quarterback matchup, but Goff owned these guys last yeah. year. He really yeah, put he up really good did. numbers against them. So and that was when you, they had the Honey Badger. If you have Goff, you know it's a deep quarterback week, so you might have a better option. But he is certainly not a bad one. Yeah. Okay. A uh, couple of teams who are really need to right the ship: the Lions at the 49ers this week. Um, Jimmy G could have could have a, a nice game with the uh, with the Lions secondary in the state that it's in. Matthew Stafford could have a nice game with the 49ers defense in the state that they're in. Um, but I'm I'm interested in the running backs for the 49ers. I think this could be a nice Alfred Morris game. Yeah, because Crowell ha- was so effective against the Lions in salting that game away. It's tough to trust. You know, um, I think I'd probably lean toward Brita because just if I was the coach, I'm putting myself in his shoes. And I just watched Alfred Morris plod for 38 yards <laughs> and lose a fumble on the same amount of touches that Breida got. Gets stuffed I think I'd, the goal line. Yeah, I think I'd give Breida a little bit more of a shot. That's just me. But um, I kind of like Pierre Garçon this week, too. Um, he should get a decent target share. Especially Kyle Shanahan just said that today that Mark, they have no idea if Marquise Goodwin's going to be around. So if he's yeah. not going to play, I think that Goodwin, or I'm sorry, Garcon could get a pretty decent target share. Yeah. And, you know, obviously, if he gets like an Anuwa type workload, he can throw down a big game against the Lions. How about the kit? Oh, oh yeah, the kit. I mean, he had a great week. He's, definitely in, he's, he's in the starting realm for yeah. sure after Alrighty. that performance. All righty. Uh, Raiders, Broncos, Bartavis Bryant. Back expected to play Sunday. Great playing. Great. <laughs> we were wait, we were waiting to tell you this so you can freak oh, out accordingly. I know that. Oh, you already uh, know. Yeah. Damn it. Whatever. It's stupid. <laughs> like, it, like you have. Right, like John Gurdon's going to be coaching the Raiders for ten years, and this is how it's starting. Hey. Traded away their I best know. player. Traded a third round pick for Martavis Bryant. Thought he was going to get suspended, so they cut him. Turns out he's not getting suspended, <laughs> so they bring him back, and now they're going to start him because they sucked so bad. <laughs> yes. In week one, in the past game. I think the Amari Cooper problems, too, were just like Gruden's like, oh, God. It's like I, 10 years he's going to coach this team like this. Mark Davis is the guy who wanted this to happen. Right. He's going to keep him there at least for the first so, five years of that contract. I've got something I want to mention. they're going to be a laughing stock. Yeah. Before we, uh, I'm get- not done. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, and it's uh, about a game that we already passed by. Uh Devonta Freeman did not practice today, so monitor Tevin Coleman shares yes. accordingly. That Start volu- your Tevin Coleman shares That volume will be too high. Even even in a tough matchup against Carolina, if Tevin Coleman is the bell cow back. And he's also got those pass skills to get out of it. Start 
yeah. him. You yeah, start him. For sure. If, if Devontae Freeman is not there, you start Tevin Coleman, point blank period. Yeah, He's basically sure. better. The, I think that going much, back yeah. to the Denver-Oakland game, the biggest <laughs> question is Philip Lindsay's usage. Yeah. yeah. It's a huge question right Royce now. Freeman this week? To, I am to, only to because I've got other good options, but I know a lot of people took a Royce Freeman pretty early. I yes. think Royce Freeman's... Let's say in full point PPR, it's looking really grim. I think he's got a Chris Thompson on his hands. I don't think it's a takeover job because he's small. He's like Chris Thompson. Fast right. to the edge, can run up the middle, but just not built to do it over and over and over again. Yep. I don't think he has the weapons at his disposal to steal the job. If you see the touchdown that he scored, I'd say 75% of the backs in the NFL could have scored on right. that play as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for the Broncos, you're rolling everybody out in the pass game. Right. right. Manny Sanders. Sanders. Manny Sanders, Demarius Thomas, Case Keenum, as as we brought up before. Uh, Patriots, Jags. We're benching Hogan. Uh, interesting to note that Jalen Ramsey was the main guy that the Jags used to cover Gronk last year, and he did a great job. Hmm, that is interesting. Um, just just something to keep your Starting eye on. Him I don't anyway. know if he's going to do it. You're going to start Gronk anyway. Oh, yeah. Maybe this is a game where maybe they can use that footage, Bill Belichick, to make the adjustment that he is so good at making to get Gronk the ball more. Yep. But just... Just something that I th- kind of was was thinking of. Yeah, it'll be a five-yard Gronk touchdown instead of a 25-yard yeah, Gronk Yeah, it's going to have to be close. And yeah. I would love to see those two battle it out for another game. You know, that's awesome. Yeah. And, the, and the fear – so so many people would hear that, Don, and say, then why would Tom shut down Chris Hogan? Because A.J. Boye is a yeah. lockdown yeah. corner too. You know, this is a legit defense, as good as it gets. So just because Jalen Ramsey might have his hands tied with Gronk does not mean that A.J. Boye cannot do yeah. some damage of and his I own. Mean, oh, yeah. And I mean, you know, Blake Bortles is going to go out there and get you 15. Yeah. He's going to do it. If Obviously, so, if Leonard doesn't go, you're starting T.J. Yeldon, right? Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. Too much volume. Yep. Uh, Lamar Miller had a great game against the Patriots defense last week. I think Yeldon would get a similar usage pattern to what Lamar Miller had if Fournette is unable to go. The Sunday night game is Giants-Cowboys. I know this is one we never really see on Sunday night. They so. normally have it week one Yeah, yeah. as a Sunday yeah. night. I'm a little surprised They're it's toying week two. With us. They changed the Carrie Underwood song. They moved the Giants-Cowboys matchup back to week too many, two. Too much change. Too much change. Too much change. Well, is this so- <laughs> and that's how we got to where we are in this country. <laughs> maybe, it was anyway. a, maybe it was a Witten conflict of interest. Oh, yeah, maybe. Oh. Well, Witten's on oh. Monday night, not Oh, Sunday he's night. Monday night. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Witten's Monday night. I, just I like that stuff. Quick theory. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, just thinking off the top of the head. <laughs> Romo, <laughs> Romo problem. I expect a much better game out of Zeke this week. I think I actually expect a much better game out of Saquon Barkley this Zeke week had as fine, well. Both of them had fine fantasy finishes, but right. it wasn't they beautiful. Bailout, t- they it both was, had bailout touchdowns. It wasn't right. beautiful the whole time. Yeah. I, think yeah. I don't think either of them is going to need a bailout touchdown in this game, I guess is what I was what I should have said. Right. They should is be there anyone you'd sit in this game? Sterling Shepard. Maybe Evan Engram. I think I, I would be a little scared of Evan Engram. Me um, too. They're the good, Cowboys uh, are always good at covering yep. tight ends. Tavon and Austin. I'd Sean sit. Lee, <laughs> if he plays, if not, Jalen Smith is another great coverage yeah. linebacker too. So even if Sean Lee's hurt, you know, you can. I mean, I'm starting Cole Beasley, that. so that's the kind of game yeah. this could be. Yes. I think it's a bounce back game for Dak. I think he'll get it going against them. All right. Odell uh, Hundy. Easy. Oh, Hundy Bomb. If he's getting a Hundy against <laughs> Jalen Ramsey, who's going to keep him under 100 yards this Hundy year? Hundy and a Todd Book it for Odell. Let's go. Uh, Monday night is the Seahawks and the Bears. No thanks. Does Russell there's Wilson of, make I, it out alive? Can we veto this? There's a lot of interest. Like There's uh, there's a lot of mystique about this game. That's what I'll go with. That's the word that I'll use. Tyler Lockett. Hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, Lockett has some, some, some interest about him, I think, for sure. I think that... He's actually worth playing in this game. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because like both teams are really going to end up needing this game because the, the loser is going to go to 0-2. But like, I just don't care. Like, I'm to not, me, this isn't a super interesting Monday night matchup to me. Like, like why isn't Patriots-Jags Monday night? Why isn't... You know, like why it's is it right, Chiefs Steelers okay. Monday night? We're gonna they got to get all the teams in there, Don. Because right? these are huge market. Why do they have that rule? <laughs> we will get there. Like, why do I have to watch John Gruden's Raiders play Monday night? <laughs> Not everyone lives near a to. major metropolis area, <laughs> metropolitan area, Don. And you don't have to watch it. Just all right, so you know, people in. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. I skipped the whole second half. I didn't care. <laughs> oh, those are both major metropolises. Yeah. Um, for the Seahawks, uh, Bears game. Getting back to that. Um, do we have to? Yes. Pete Carroll's <laughs> comments 
about the running back situation, I think should give you a lot of confidence in playing Chris Carson, Carson this week. Yep. He said that he was no doubt the better back. He was. He, he said Rashad Penny showed clear rust. He did. So rust I think from what though is the funny from thing. being not that good. From but like, that's the problem. With Penny. But like, not oh yeah, I remember when he was really good. It's like you just got him. Like, yeah, he's, right. You like, got him rusty. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. If you, you got him rusty if he's rusty. <laughs> now. He he's a le- hand. He's a lemon. Well, yeah. He's saying like he's saying like he broke his hand and then he gained 15 pounds when his uh, hand was broken and not playing. So like he's he's like working through all that stuff. But if that stuff starts to build bad. up against someone else, that means it builds in the other direction for Carson. Yeah. So it's a positive build for Carson. That's why I think you can start him this week. His yeah. volume should be there. All righty. Well, that's going to do it for the week two preview. We will see everybody on Tuesday for the week two recap. Hopefully uh, hopefully that Monday night game is a little bit better. Devontae uh, Adams also out on the injury report. No one knows why. Yeah. But he'll play if Rodgers is going to play. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he needs to. Um, you can hit us up on Twitter with your start sick questions. We are constantly hawking our phones. We actually did a nice little Instagram uh, questionnaire. Yeah, we actually didn't even get to everyone. Yeah. But we tried. Tried so, so we're going to do that every week now. So, you know, hit us up. You Sunday morning, story. it'll say, you know, ask us a question. It'll just yep. say week two. Yeah, Tom yeah. formats his way better than I do, and I got <laughs> I got uh, scolded for it. I don't it. like the tweets that people send that are just the names. You know, I want the lineup screenshot. I, <laughs> I also see, want the format. I want all the guys settings, on yeah. the bench. I want PPR. League format, very important. And I don't too. want the DMs anymore. No, no. let the world see yeah. it. I know. Show it to the at world. At RutzFF, at HillierFF for Tom, at WagsFF for Scott, at Why So Serious for me. Instagram, straight flexing. Woo! Our first man catch Monday was Josh Gordon. I thought that was very fitting. Yep. Uh, great caption as well. And uh, so we'll see everybody over there until Tuesday, and we will see you for the week two recap on Tuesday. Until then, keep on scoring. Keep on scoring. Keep on scoring. I'm keeping that. Baby, we were born to win.